Hello and welcome to the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. On this Wednesday, the 31st of January. Hallelujah. We're over with January today. <laughs> 2024. I think January has to be the longest freaking ass month. Oh my God. It like just drags, drags, drags on. But anyhow. So we're just about where all the teams are going to have their little all-star break. Today, I think, are the last games um, that any team can play. Then they have the all-star break. Then they come back. Um, the Rangers have been on break for a while. So I think the break has come for them at the best possible ass time. Uh, at least the hockey gods are on the Rangers side with that. And we'll talk about what people are talking about today with um, trade deadline and stuff. But I'll do that later. Um, and also, I am trying to get this awesome criminal attorney on my show because she, I heard her speak and I was like, oh my God, you have to come on my show and talk about sexual assault. You have to educate these men. Men need to be educated as to what sexual assault is and why it's so hard for women to come forward. And I will say this with the 2018 junior, um, junior, World Juniors Hockey Canada team. Um, we all know that the case was closed back in 2022, I believe that's the year, um, after it was opened and then it was closed and now, uh, and then they were paid off and she was paid off a settlement from Hockey Canada and everybody got really, really, there was so much backlash from that. And then it was reopened, um, and they've done even better investigation and they, they should have done this investigation back when it happened in 2018, but they didn't. Um, there's 94 pages, 94 pages of evidence. So I want some of you to understand this. For it to go to trial in a sexual assault case, in a rape case, this is exactly what you need. You need this much evidence for it to go to trial. And she is willing to go to trial. She's willing to testify. She's willing to do all of that. Um. So to all you knuckleheads on Twitter X and on Instagram who think she's lying, uh, first of all, you piss me off. I'm so I'm so pissed off by I don't know how many men on Twitter and, and Instagram. Let me talk about Instagram first. So on these comments for Instagram, and then I'll tell you the cowards on Instagram. So these guys um tweet. I mean tweet. They post on Instagram under under this uh, post on this subject. Hold on a minute. Before my coffee gets cold. Um, about this case. And you have to have knuckleheads postings underneath it. And one of them posted something like, you know, in like, I'll paraphrase. Basically, you know, it took her so long. Why, you know, why are we talking about this? And their guys are not, the guys are not guilty. And, and then I answer him. She's just like, I'm going to answer you with the answer of basically, this is why women, this is why it takes so long for women to come forward, because then she gets so scrutinized from you men. And then men notice what men have to say. Women know someone who's been raped. Men, on the other hand, don't focus on the victim or focus on the women. They focus on the man. And now, obviously, these NHL players. Oh, innocent until proven guilty. 
That's their favorite. That's the men's favorite line. Innocent of Ramnicholas, she's sighing. Oh, she's sighing. And so I try on Instagram then to answer him back. I'm like a fucking coward. He, you know, they, you can change your comments to, oh, they don't allow comments. Oh, so now all of a sudden, you're, a I want to tell you this. If you're on Instagram and you do that shit, you're a fucking coward. If you're going to respond to somebody else's post on Instagram, and then you're going to cut out being able to comment back, you're a fucking coward. And that's what these men are. That's what you guys are online. You look like fucking cowards. First of all, okay, I'm going to say this quite, quite simply. It, this is a simple thing I'm going to say. Um, first of all, everybody in the room knew. Okay. It still applies today. No amount of legal procedure is going to put me at ease with any of these individuals. We should be helping survivors, not abusers. Number one. Number two. It's so weird how innocent until proven guilty never applies to women. If you're saying that about these men outside the context of the justice system, you're assuming that the victim is a liar until she's proven honest. Because that's what these men are doing. And then I have to see these stupid NHL fans. Oh, my God, my team, what are we going to do? What's my team going to do? Who fucking gives two shits about your team? First of all, the Flames covered up the, sh the shit with Dylan. Okay? They knew far well that Dylan committed this crime. And they used mental health to sweep him out of the country, to go to Canada, wherever he had to go, wherever he had to go to answer the judge and say that he's not guilty. They already knew that when they had him on this team and they played him anyway and they paid him anyway. The same is said for the GM of the Flyers. Dan, whatever his fucking name is. Dan, who is not a man. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Um, uh, every team knew, including him. And he tried to shop Corey Hart this summer, this past summer. If you don't recall that, go look it up. With no backup, no backup. And then not only did he not try to get assets for him because they knew what he did, they also still allowed him to play and paid him. So when, you're, when you guys tweet me your fucking stupid shit, oh, there's no sexism in hockey, and there's no... There is. Women don't matter in hockey. Okay. And I'm going to tell you this. The Women's Hockey League doesn't matter either. Okay. I don't want to see NHL players go on and go, oh, the product is pretty darn good. Oh, my God. Like, I think Ottawa Senators uh, players did that. Shut up. First of all, if hockey is for everyone, it should be for women, too. And it's not. Go read my blog. Actually, I'll read some of it to you later. It's not. So what I put, and you know why guys are coming after me? I'll tell you why. Because I am underlining what the truth is in each and every, every single locker room around the NHL. Because every single locker room is this way. Think about it. Think about everything that I've said in the past about what goes on in a locker room. And this ex-wife of a hockey player who, you know, I mean, she wants to come on the show, but she can't come on the show because she's ready and she's in some litigation 
which I don't want her to get into any more hot water. But the things that she told me about what goes on in the locker room, about guys talking about other guys' wives and other guys' girlfriends and telling them who to date and telling them who not to date and all this shit. And then also this, you guys in the locker room, if you believe what your teammates are selling you, then you deserve all the shit you get. Who the fuck are they to tell you who to date and who not to date? Number one. Number two, I would be appalled if I'm in a locker room and some chick is talking about, you know, my husband. Although he wants to do, like, you know, she wants to do him and like that kind of stuff. Literally, that's what's going on in locker rooms. It's been for centuries. It's been for years. And that kind of sexism and that kind of talk needs to shut it. It needs to go away. And women need to be in higher up positions for hockey teams and in the National Hockey League itself. I shouldn't see Emily Kaplan on the sideline anymore or between benches or uh, you really don't see her that much between the bench anymore. Really, you see her, like, um, like, you know, she goes on to like, you know, the bench to interview the coaches in between games, whatever, and between periods and all the interviews she does outside it and off it and whatever. I want to see her in the studio. I want to see Emily Kaplan in the fucking studio because that's where she belongs. Let a, let a guy be the sideline reporter. That's even what we're calling it for hockey. I don't even know what to call it for hockey. But still, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of women having to bend the rules for men. Like, we have to, like, give in to all these men all the time so they get their way because they have a complex where they don't like successful women. They don't cheer for successful women. They don't like independent women because now they're taking away their manhood. Oh, shut up. No successful independent woman is taking away your manhood, okay? Maybe if you step it up and level it up, you'd be better off. Instead of sitting there complaining and go boo hoo hoo that the women are doing better than you. And no girl should be called a puck buddy. Okay. Now, granted, there are some girls that just like to follow sports because the guys are good looking. Which is fine. Because if I recall, when we have during football season, and guys are dating models and, you know, and then the models who themselves have to go on Instagram half fucking naked. You go, you guys are all drooling into a cup. I can put a cup under your chin and, chin and, connect, and catch, catch all the freaking stupid drool coming out of your mouths. I'm so sick of it. If you guys can drool over women online and tell all of us what great quote unquote assets she has. Women can do the same shit. But see, men don't like that because they have a complex. See, and then men want to make women superficial like they are. Women don't give two shits about what you look like. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't care. That's not what attracts us to you is your looks. We don't care. We don't care if your hairline's receding, if you don't have buns of steel, if you don't have steel abs. I don't care about that kind of stuff. That stuff doesn't make a difference to me. One bit, one bit. What, what I care about are all the external, internal things, not the external things. And that's mostly why women fall in love with certain men. 
FYI, in case you didn't know that. I mean, yes, looks are important, but they're not the most important thing for women. They're more important for men because men are superficial bastards. Take it or leave it. That's what I said. So all these people on Twitter, I mean, my God. So maybe this is why Cutter Gautier didn't want to stay within the fires organization because he saw how women were treated and he didn't like want to be part of that. But to use mental health to cover up these guys, and these guys are not the victim. Okay, I'm going to say this again louder for those in the back. These NHL players are not the victim here. That poor girl is the victim. Let me tell you, player one, whoever player one is, I think is the most in trouble. But he took two small, short videos of this girl. There were golf clubs involved in this rape, in this sexual assault. She was in the bathroom crying and all the guys were laughing. They all knew what was happening and nobody stopped it. And there's 94 pages of this shit. And then player one harassed her on Instagram, telling her to make this go away. If you are not guilty of anything, you don't text somebody or direct message somebody and tell them to make it go away. Because all they cared about was themselves. They're selfish little cunts. And they deserve all the fucking karma that comes right at them. Like I always say to you, what goes around comes back around. And when it comes back around, boy, are you in trouble. Karma's a bitch. As Jacob Chuba should know. You know, the Ranger organization is going to find out that too. James Dolan's going to find that out now, too. Because he has very disregard for women, too. Let's think this. So, so he's, being a, he's being, there's a lawsuit out there for James Dolan about sexual um, assault or abuse or whatever it is. I, I haven't read the whole entire thing up, but I've read some of it from this girl in California. Um, she was a masseuse. And anywho, and she's also linked with Harvey Weinstein, FYI. And we all know what happened with Harvey Weinstein. And so Harvey Weinstein is linked with James Dolan. Okay. James Dolan for the Knicks had Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah Thomas was accused of sexual harassment. And what did James Dolan do? Put Isaiah Thomas in ahead of director operations for the WNBA team, the Liberty, when they played there. After being accused of sexual harassment because he has no regard for women. If Now, I, I was James Dolan's attorney, okay? And I knew the little turmoil now that's going on with the, with the Rangers, with all the sexism that's happening within the organization, with the, starting from the PR department. I would make myself look really good and be like, you know what? I'm going to care more about women. I'm going to show myself that I care about women, that I don't disregard them to make myself look better for this lawsuit. Because that's the way to do things. But you don't see James Dolan doing anything. Actually, he's quiet right now because of this. 
The Knicks right now have won eight in a row. The Knicks are on fire. Thank God. Can they pass um, some of that big dog mentality along to the Rangers? Because the Rangers have none of it. But I always thought James Dolan was a great businessman. I'm very savvy. I mean, look at how he sold Cablevision at the right freaking ass time. And made all that money selling Cablevision. Because today, cable companies are having a really hard time with all the streaming that's happening. He made, he made his money on that. I mean, he's a great businessman. Any great businessman would know that, and he, he knew that. And I know some people don't like me saying that he's a great businessman, but I don't care. I really think he is. I just wish he treated women better. But anywho. Um, what was I going to talk about now? So, what's happening? We have NHL teams protecting their players, treating them like the victim, not giving two shits about sexual abuse. But then we're going to have hockey teams like the New York Rangers have a stupid fucking women empowerment night. Um, the, oh, the players are going to wear these beautiful purple jerseys for women empowerment, and then we're going to auction them off for women organizations because, like, we care. You don't care. Shut up. Sit down. You shouldn't even have women empowerment night if you don't even want to empower women. I mean, would it be that bad for Jacob Trouba to sit down with me and have a conversation about hockey? Oh, my God. He has to talk to a woman about hockey? That's the worst possible scenario. Now, we're going to put Jacob Truba on a podcast with two men who are, who, you know, because they're insiders for the NHL and the NHL likes them. So let's just put him on that one. Didn't think that was going to backfire, did you? <laughs> See, the problem with my screenshot that I have is I don't like just throwing things out there on the internet because you ruin people's lives. I'm not after to ruin people's lives. I just want them to own up to what they fucking did and make it right. Make it right. Because I don't want to have to then take down somebody else in the Ranger organization because he was mentioned in one of the messages I have. And it looks like that's who he went to for advice on what to do with me. Which now makes me think, oh, he's not that good like I thought he was. The other dude. Because think about this. They only have Michelle Zingris. Okay. And I don't want, I'm not trying to put down women. I'm not. I'm all for empowering women. But I'm going to say this. She's not, um, She's not really that savvy when it comes to hockey and it comes to interviewing players between periods. And sometimes organizations always pick the blonde girls, the blonde chicks, because they're the most attractive out of the bunch. And they put them on there for that purpose. And it's also to distract the fact that there's, oh, we don't discriminate against women when they do. They don't put the women who are the intelligent ones on who probably don't look TV ready. Like they don't look like they belong on TV because looks matter for TV. Not really, but according to some people, they do. And that's discrimination. And they don't want to be accused of that. 
I mean, think about some reporters that have been hired to be beat writers that shouldn't really be hired to be beat writers because they laugh every time they ask a fucking question. And they don't even know the organization that they write about history. Should they be hired? <laughs> no. But we got to hire a woman. Got to hire a woman so we don't look like we're discriminating. Yeah, okay. I get it. Maybe. All right. Oh, my God. My phone is in the dues. Hold on a minute. So I'm just going to say spam. Yes, I always get spam. Uh, where is that? Okay. I will give you numbers in case you didn't read my blog. Okay. I think I have it here. I may not, but I don't know where it is. I believe in the NHL, about 67% of employees are men and 37% are women. That's not even, women don't even make up half of those employed by the NHL. Do you think Gary Bettman gives a shit? First of all, Gary Bettman can't even market this, this game. First of all, they had all of those all of those jerseys for the Devils, Flyers, Islanders, and Rangers for their outdoor game, they had that, re- that all done in November, and they only released it now in j- January. Hello? Don't you want fans to buy it for the game? The only way that they can get it for the game is if they go to New York City and they go to the NHL shop. Because if you're going to order it online, chances are you ain't going to not buy then. It's only a pre-order, I think, right now. I don't think they start getting shipped out till maybe February 5th, which is next week. And the games are February, what, 17th and 18th? That doesn't leave that much time. And why the hell would I want to pay extra shipping when I should have had this jersey a while ago? They don't know how to market this game. The, the NHL All-Star game is a joke. First of all, I love Tay McRae. I love her. But why the fuck is she there? Why is Justin Bieber there? Who? Why are they co-captains? What the hell is this? Can't we just go back to having East, West, East versus West, the best versus the best, and they play a freaking hockey game? The winner gets a million dollars. There you go. There's the game. They got to make this into this circus that nobody's going to watch anyway. It's ridiculous. Just like the Pro Bowl for the NFL. It's stupid. God. So um, Ranger fans are upset that Kako could be on the trading block. I'm not. Um, I don't want to hear that he's the second best guy protecting the puck. Are you kidding me? I saw that tweet on Twitter this morning and I almost fell over out of my chair. Are you fucking kidding me? That's why we should keep him? Oh, no, no. But when it comes to Alexi Lafreniere, we have to be so fucking critical of the guy. Oh, my God. He's not scoring goals. But, oh, we got to keep Kako. He's the second best guy protecting the puck. He's been invisible. He scored one fucking goal since he's come back. Where is he? 
If you're going to have the same amount of criticism for Alexi Lafreniere, you better fucking have the same criticism for Capo Capo. You better have the same. And why should we resign him? We have Ryan Lindgren who deserves an awesome contract deal. I would give him five for five. Five for five. That's what I would give him. Because he's a big part of this team. And by the way, there's only three guys on this team right now with a plus five or more. And Ryan Lindgren has that plus five. And I think he should be partnered with, with, with uh, Braden Schneider. Because I think that's going to make Ryan Lindgren's offensive game even better. Because he's not going to be with Adam Fox anymore. Because Adam Fox is selfish and just thinks of Adam Fox. Okay? Let's just be real. Yes, Adam Fox makes great passes that are smooth and, and, and like beyond belief, I can't even believe some of the passes that Adam Fox knows how to make and makes them during the game. Like so freaking smooth. Like I can't even, I can't even give you adjectives to describe him sometimes. But when they're paired together, Ryan Lingard is not thinking offense. He's thinking defense. Now with Braden Schneider, he can think both offense and defense, and that's going to help Brian Lindgren become a better hockey player. So I think they should be paired. I think Jones and Fox should be paired together. I think uh, Gus the Bus needs to sit his ass down a little bit. Sorry, but not sorry. Sit him down. And then sit down Miller or trade Miller. Okay, trade him. Get rid of him. Goodbye. Adios. I'm done. He's making mistake after mistake, mistake after mistake, costing goals. The, the pass that he made in the last game, I believe it was, was it the Ottawa game. I think he made it or the Sharks game. He made one of them. I, I, he, he led to a goal against the Sharks, obviously. But, I mean, why the hell would you make that pass? I mean, he seems lazy. He doesn't seem that he is focused. It's time. Goodbye. Adios. Pack it up. I think Connor Mackey deserves a freaking shot. And I think him paired with Truba would be a great match. Truba's slow. Mackey's faster. Mackey's not afraid of going to the net. He's not afraid of blocking shots or fighting. Same with Truba. Truba's not afraid of blocking shots or having that big hit. I think they would pair very well. Because you don't see Miller hitting people. You don't see Miller blocking shots. You don't see Miller doing anything except making mistakes. Get rid of him. He's done. So you pair Kako and Miller in a trade for maybe a third C, a third center. You move, you move Kreider to the third line. You move Cooley up to the first line. And then you got something there. You got something. Because Cooley deserves to be on that first line with Mika. Definitely with Mika. And then... If you're going to trade Kako, hmm, you bring, I would love to see Rempe. Remy, whatever we say his name, Rempe, I think that's how you say his name. I think he deserves it. Now he's going to be on the first line. No. You move Mika's line to the second line. So the first line is really Panarin, Trocek, and Laffy. Mika's line is the second line. You move up. I'm trying to think who's on that line. Well, good row should be uh, well. If you get a third, if you get a third line center, he's a third line center, and then good row could be the fourth line center with Vessi and Brodinsky. 
And the third line is wide open, along with who's going to play on the first line. Actually, then you have Rempe on the third line. Where, and then, you know, unfortunately, we have Picklet. Maybe, oh, Picklet needs to be on the fourth line. Um, Shrobin, um, Brodinski should be on the third line. But see, like, there's so many different options you have. You do have people who can come up from the Wolf Pack to play on our team and are ready. Imagine giving Othman that opportunity and putting him on the third line or the fourth line. Well, the third line. Well, no, we have Kreider on the fourth, sorry. I mean, Cooley is basically a left wing. He can play right, but I wouldn't move him. If I'm going to move down Kreider, I'm going to have to then have somebody play left. But if you're not going to move Kreider and you're going to have Kreider with Mika, then you bring up somebody who can play the right wing. It's interesting. I mean, Tarasenko could play that right wing. But I'm so tired of Ranger fans wanting to trade for players they never wanted to resign in the first place. They never wanted him back. They never offered him anything. Why are we trading assets for a player that we never wanted to resign? And he only signed a one-year deal. I'm not, I will say this. I'm not trading Kako and Miller for, one, for a guy who has a one-year deal. I'm trading those two guys for a guy that's going to be here for two or three years. And I'm done trading uh, draft picks. Although their draft picks are horrible anyway. It will make no difference. They don't know how to pick. I mean, we got lucky with uh, some players. Perot. We got lucky with Perot. I think um, he's going to be an outstanding hockey player. Someday. He's not ready yet. But someday. But we'll see. We'll see. But like I've said millions and millions of times, this team does not have the big dog mentality. It doesn't. They stink. So I'm going to say this. Think about actual dogs for a second. Like, you know, woof, woof. <laughs> I'll just bark, woof, woof. Um, think of them. There are little dogs in the world and there are big dogs. Are we really afraid of the little dog? No. Because we can kick that dog across the room if that dog comes to attack us. You can, just, you can literally, I mean, my niece is, who is five is petrified of big dogs. Because they can jump on her and knock her down. Most of the time, we are intimidated by big dogs and dominant over the little dogs. Although sometimes a little dog can pretend and think that it's a big dog. But we are only intimidated by that little dog because of our mind, because of that little dog's mindset and because of the mindset that they have created for us. Right? right. So I went on and I told you what is needed for the big dog mentality. There are 10 things. Commitment, drive, determination, discipline, consistency, faith, heart, direction, clear vision, learning from failure. In other words, you are open to looking at the negative to create the positive outcome. Okay. Do you really think these guys on the Rangers are committed to this team? I'm going to tell you this. Seeing Vincent Trocek go to the Cayman Islands with two players on his former team, the Canes. He went with Tony D'Angelo and his girl and Brady Shea and his girl. 
have you ever seen during the during this all-star break or even during the summer guys from the same team which is the rangers hanging out together like going on a trip with like girlfriends or wives or whatever or just maybe going on a guys all trip no i mean you've seen adam fox play golf with like you know ryan lindgren great golf every once in a while um but you haven't really seen that that's how close they are and that's what we're lacking in our locker room so commitment is something that i think we're mostly lacking we're lacking the first key of a championship mindset is the ability to stay loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood changes and has left you from when you said it if you think about it most people never are truly committed to something they are interested in something because commitment is a long grueling process to get to your desired outcome and they don't want to go through that process number one number two is drive most people do not get to where they want because they don't have they don't have the drive championship champions have the drive and push and and push to reach their destination champions are all about talking the talk they're not just about walking the walk these guys just like talking the shit i mean they do, they do cliche after cliche in interviews blah 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 oh my god i'm so tired of it so drive equals motivation um, determination. It's about staying focused on a goal. Determination allows you to persevere and continue working towards achieving your milestone. Passion plus determination equals your driven, your your driven, your drive. Discipline. Um, when you have the championship mindset, you know that you are going to be certain. There are going to be certain things in your life that you need to give up and no longer are serving you, so you can let all the new opportunities and possibilities in your life. I talked about it last time. Consistency. Fact, it's not enough to be committed and disciplined if you're not consistent. So, I mean, the Rangers can be committed and they can try to be disciplined, but if they're not doing it on a consistent basis, it's all for nothing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through this. I'm not gonna read it all. Faith. You will have hiccups. Trust the process. You need to make a commitment to the discomfort. You need to believe that where you're heading and what you're going through is going to lead you to what you want to accomplish. And it goes on, which I will talk to, I will talk about in my championship mindset podcast, in the book, in the workbook, and on the blog. Anywho, well, this team don't have it. So that's not the question. Should we actually make these trades? Because we see ourselves as a Stanley Cup contender? Or are we all fooling ourselves? Uh, I don't know. And by the way, if you saw the clip of Ryan Lindgren and Jacob Truba in the, in the uh, suite watching the Ottawa Senators game, you saw how disinterested and uninvested Ryan Lindgren was listening to whatever fucking Jacob Chuba was trying to sell him. I don't even know what the hell they were talking. I don't even care what they were talking about. But you saw how Ryan Lindgren, my language tells you all you need to know of how disconnected they are to Jacob Chuba as the captain because he doesn't have leadership skill. Go look at how 
the Devils captain spoke to the media after a game and called out the players. Go look at how the Kings captain spoke to the media after that and called out the players. Would you ever see Jacob Chuba do that? No, he only cares about making friends and, make, and being nice to each other in the locker room and not calling players out. He is not leadership material. He would be if he spoke with me about the championship mindset because I'd give it to him all and I'd help him become a better leader. You can learn to be a good leader. But see, that's also what leaders want to do. Leaders are not afraid to learn new things, to grow and evolve. If you think you're a good leader and you don't need to learn anything, then you're really not a good leader. Leaders also apologize. Leaders ask for help. Leaders say that I was wrong. They also take more criticism than praise. Jacob Chuba doesn't have any of that. All, I have to, all you have to do is know that one day the media asked Jacob Chuba about when the guys were losing. And he said, well, we're not that far off. At least we're not getting blown out of buildings. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, sure. I don't care if you lose one nothing, 2-1, to 3-2. This team is so disconnected to each other. And they're so disconnected to what is going on. Let me tell you how, they, how Chris Drury screwed up that coaching. I, I'm not picking on the coach. I'm not picking on Laffy. I mean, La Lazzy, whatever his name is. Coach L. <laughs> Can't even say his name. I'm so pissed. I'm not, I'm not. But he wasn't the right guy for this job. That's just, we're just using a guy. We're just, we just hired a dude that, sure, they were winning in the beginning. But they really were winning games, if you think about it. They got lucky on some of those games. Because they never bought into his system. And they never bought into what he was selling. But then you have Chris Knobloch. Look at how the Edmonton Oilers changed. A, com they're a complete 180 when Chris Knobloch came in. And now they're going for the record of how many wins in a row. I think they won 16, am I correct? And then the winning and the number 17, if I'm, if I'm right. But I haven't really checked um, some things, but I'm like, look at that. Imagine that. It's just crazy. It's really not. It's really nuts. How we keep giving our coaches away to other teams, and other teams are benefiting from the coaches that we should have hired. Because I wanted Noblek from the beginning. I didn't want. Uh, I didn't want uh, Coach L. Didn't want him. We just keep. Um, what's that word? I'm trying to find. Repurpose coaches that are that shouldn't be coaching anymore. I'm, I'm, you know, he's won all these games, and that's wonderful. And congratulations, but I really don't think he's the right guy for this team. Um, has he ever thought about sitting Kreider or moving Kreider around? Because Kreider should be scoring goals. Mika should be scoring goals. Is there any like punishment for those guys, or are we just gonna sit? We're just gonna pretend that that it's not happening because they're quote unquote core members of this team and star members of this team, and we can't we can't do that to them. Are we going to actually bench Miller? Are we just going to let him keep going out there and making fucking mistake after mistake? What about Igor? 
We're not going to bench him on that quick play more games. So Igor can figure out what the hell he's going through. Maybe he's still injured, which wouldn't surprise me because look at what they did to Filipino. He was not ready. They were rushing him. And you can't rush anybody who's had a concussion. And I wish him all the best. That's so sad. He's never going to be the same player again, and he will never be the same person again with having those many concussions and then being rushed to come back after the All-Star break was over. That's what that was their plan. And I can tell you from, from me, I take it on how many times I've taken the concussion course because as a coach, you are required to take it. And I had this one girl who sat out in an entire season because she couldn't get past the lifting, um, you know, uh, the lifting stage. There's a certain where you can lift like heavy weights and you have to do heavy lifting and heavy and have a heavy load to get yourself back into the game, literally. And she couldn't get past that stage. There's certain stages. There's certain, there's certain stages. And he couldn't get past that stage. And then they wanted to up it a notch. And you saw that what he said. You saw what the coach said. We're going to up it a notch. Well, you can't up it a notch because he's not ready. He should never have been rushed to come back. And I feel bad for him. That's just, that's terrible. Not surprising, but terrible. So what team is going to show up February 5th? First of all, Mackie can still play. So I hope they call him back up. Hope they recall him to have him come back because damn it, he should be in this lineup. He's the reason why they, they won that game against Ottawa. Now, I also want to congratulate Goody for taking some, uh, to, for showing leadership because Goody has leadership skill. For all of you that want to, like, you know, get rid of him. Goody has leadership skills and he shows grit and he grinds and he was not signed to score goals. He was signed for all the other things he brings to the table his leadership, his grit, the grinding, the pass. He, he makes great plays passing plays he does he's great at that he's great at getting at setting up and getting chances he's great at doing that kind of stuff that's what he's here for not everybody is is signed to score goals remember that not that's not what everybody's job is eventually you want to have guys struggles but that's not what the reason why he was here that's what chris Kreider was resigned by the way he was resigned to score goals that's his job because you never see Chris Kreider stand up for his teammates. You never seen Chris Kreider hit anybody. You never really see Chris Kreider fight. You never see Chris Kreider do that shit. Because that's not what he's designed for, unfortunately. He's just designed to struggles. Which he's not doing. Which nobody criticizes. Mika, same thing. We don't have that much criticism for Mika either. Shouldn't we have some criticism for him? You're going to be on the, fuck, the fucking first line. You better have some. You better show some uh, grit there. And they have the A on their jersey and show no leadership whatsoever. I don't need to see Chris Kreider hugging anymore. I really don't. Hugging is not why he's here. And the hugging's not working. FYI. <laughs> it's not working. So we'll see what team shows, shows up on February 5th. Obviously, Jacob Trupa is out that game, but Ryan Lindgren should be back. So we'll see what we'll see what team we get, and Jones should get an opportunity too. Look at how he was flying. He was flying all over the ice. Look at that goal he scored over off Panarin. 
we'll see. And we will see what happens with this sexual assault case because by February 5th, we should know some more details. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, have fun, and enjoy your weekend. Then the following weekend is the Super Bowl. And then we are in, and then we're in February with just hockey and basketball, setting up for March Madness. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.